Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks making love. Listen up, Otto Thoughts and Deceptive Clowns. You're listening to Prime Cuts, a Transformers television podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Audrey. Your other host, Nero. And we're watching more Armada. We're, we're still, we're still going. Uh, we're still in the early days as of yet, so none of the like, you know, small cast, no overarching plot just yet. I think these were pretty good episodes, though. Um, I would say that the first one was significantly better, in my opinion, than the well, second yeah, one. Well, yeah, because the second one is very Billy and Fred centric, and also it looked pretty jank. Pretty, yeah, it wasn't uh, great on the QA Did front. you enjoy the thick Megatron I posted from that episode? Oh, shit, I didn't even you see should, it I yet. I won your live reaction. I'm, folks, here's a little praxis for you. I'm coming off of five hours of union business, so... Well, please go look. My brain is cottage cheese. Perfect state for looking at this extremely thick Megatron I put in Transformers Watch. It's... It's something to behold. Oh. oh, he's he's healing me for sure. <laughs> he's so thick. We'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah. first we have to start... Miss the gums. <laughs> Dan Megatron, you were bobbies. <sighs> Not even. Fucking episode eight. What's it called in the sub? Oh, shit. One <laughs> second. Uh, all right. Um, treasure shrine. In the dub, it is Palace. Um, cool. So, welcome to the village of Cool Elna. Wait. No, that's the wrong so series. So, I have a question about this episode. A yeah. very important one. Because it, this episode, mm-hmm. I don't, I have, I'm, I'm not watching My Current Legends, so I don't know the exact dub changes. But this one feels like there were a lot of weird changes. So, first question, is Rad telling yeah. the story of this ancient desert civilization in the sub? There is no narration. This is a silent uh. I mean, there's music, but this is silent. Otherwise, that's so much better. I was wondering why they had Rad talking over this. Like, is it was this silent or was this like uh, another narration? But I love that all of these these flashbacks are completely silent. That's fucking cool as hell, actually. Yeah. So we're somewhere in North Africa, the Middle East. Is it Egypt? Is it Saudi Arabia? It is the Sahara. We do know so it's this. Not Saudi Arabia. I don't think Saudi so. Arabia. Yeah. So it's probably Egypt. It's somewhere. I mean, the Sahara is real big. It could be Egypt. Later in the episode, Rad says they're in some kind of Egyptian palace, but I, I, I'm not trusting Rad's uh, information on anything uh, right now. But yeah, we, we start here. But- there we sh- we have this flashback to this uh, this sort of ancient civilization finding a minicon panel buried in the sand. Hey, what's that one constant in all your failed relationships? It's that cursed micron panel. Why do you even have that thing? <laughs> Is it possible that hundreds of years ago, this underground civilization could have constructed fully automatic spider bots out of the mystical energies of this ancient (laughs) robot that turns into a tiny artillery vehicle? We get so disgustingly ancient aliens in this episode, I don't even want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, the Minicons have been on Earth for a very long time, so it's probably at some point possible that they interacted with human civilization. We'll see a, a different version of that soon, but this one is real weird. <laughs> yeah, so they're in the Sahara, yeah. and then cut to modern day, guess who else is in the Sahara? <laughs> Demolisher and Cyclonus. Okay, you would think that a guy named Sandstorm would love this shit. He does not. Yeah, I mean, Cyclonus in the dub, it's it's hard to kind of gauge his, his uh, mood, because he's always just sort of laughing to himself, I think. Ironhide definitely does not like no, this shit. he does not. Although he is... Sandstorm is a little more ambiguous. Is, uh, Demolisher, one thing I like that I thought was really cool here, uh, Blackout is manning Demolisher's guns like an actual tanker would. Like, he he's sitting in the fucking gunner chair. That's pretty neat. Yeah, so, they're just, so, Sandstorm and Ironhide are just being a bunch of jackasses to they each are. other. Well, These guys hate each other. They, they don't they, have any synergy at all. They just fucking mess around with each other whenever they're on a mission. So they're in the Sahara because they've identified a new Micron is somewhere in the Sahara. And Sandstorm is trying to find it. And he, like, moves towards... <laughs> he moves towards Ironhide. And Ironhide's like, mm, shoot him. In the dub... <clears throat> sorry. In the dub, it's a bit more... It, it's implied... I think he did it on purpose, but, like, the dialogue seems to imply that he thought Cyclones was just some random bogey and just shot at him. And seemed surprised when he fell down, despite the fact that they're the only ones around for miles. Who else would it be? Right. I mean, so, so, so Ironhide shoots at Sandstorm, and Sandstorm, like, narrowly dodges, and he, like, flies right over to where Ironhide is. And Ironhide is just staying in one place, and he's like, hey, what the fuck was that? And Ironhide is like, um, I was told to keep lookout. <laughs> yeah, no, Sarnhide or uh, Demolisher is basically just like fucking parked in the desert as an as an artillery station, pretty much. Um, it's just the two of them out on this mission, uh, and and unfortunately, as 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 Cyclonus moves away, uh, Demolisher sort of begins to sink lower into the sand. Oh, well, okay, so Demolisher, sorry, um, Sandstorm doesn't just move away, he's, like, pissed right. at Ironhide, so he, as he, like, is, he's like, alright, don't do that again, and Ironhide's like, alright, whatever, and as, uh, Sandstorm is moving away, he purposely kicks up sand, um, into Ironhide's tank face, I guess, and Ironhide complains, <laughs> and Sandstorm has a great line here, it's just like, our uh our lookout should have better uh camouflage yeah, he, as he covers ironhide and sand he basically says the same thing in the dub where he's like demolish like what the hell are you doing and so he's just like what i'm just helping you up your camouflage man come on i'm just saying i'm just helping out um but yeah that's how that's how demolisher starts to sort of sing to the sand uh yeah cyclonus i did forget yeah he does hate the desert because he says here yeah, he's got sand in his joints, sand in his mouth, even sand in places he'd rather not mention. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Ironhide's like, I hate sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. No one likes sand, but there are people who hate sand to a greater degree in this episode. Um, Anakin Skywalker voice. I think the one, that guy who hates sand the most might be Hotshot. <laughs> Fucking. It might be the kids who almost died. Yeah, well, they, you know. 
speaking of the uh, the Autobots get a mini con alert. They warp right out real quick, like uh, and Hotshot is immediately <laughs> trying to drive in the desert and is getting extremely frustrated that he can't drive in the desert. So there's a great line here where like all the where the kids are like like hot rod you can't you can't do this like the sand is gonna fuck you up you can't do it and optimus has this amazing line where he's like in this situation these children are our senpai (laughs) (laughs) wow that's really good it's and like throughout the rest of the episode like hot rod calls them senpai throughout the rest of the episode and like like it is a, a running thing throughout the rest of the episode. It's very. Good. I do wish there was a, a better way to translate that into the dub, but um, we don't really get that bit. Either. But we do, we do get Optimus saying, "Yeah, I think we should listen to the kids in this situation because they probably know a lot more about this environment than we do." Um, and and uh, as they're about to start out to search for the minicon, a demolisher starts shelling them. Like I said, he's like he's a fucking yeah. artillery platform. He just starts shooting them from across the dunes, and all of them like hit the deck, and they're like, "Oh fuck, we're under attack!" Yeah, he goes full sniper wolf. It's honestly kind of cool that they are like locked in this sniper duel with a stationary demolisher, and like uh, Hotshot attempts to peek his head up, but you know, quickly gets he can't find demolisher, and Optimus has to tackle his ass down to keep him from getting blasted. But hey, you know what? Have you seen Dune 2021? It's okay, you don't have to, because what happens next is Dune 2021. So a really big sandworm come up, comes up and eats them all. No, what happens is that the kids <laughs> uh, set off to try to find the minicon and, you know... Uh, get a get, try to locate Demolisher. They send uh, they send Laserbeak up to to do that, but then uh, you know, a lot of cartoons back in the day, a big threat, a big deal that everyone had to deal with, everyone always needed to be worried about, was quicksand. This is the quicksand episode. So a fucking sinkhole opens up in the middle of the fucking desert. Sucks demolisher. Probably in. from uh, from Ironhide uh, making it clap too hard on Instagram. Yeah, he's he's really letting it you know blasting off here, and he he starts a sinkhole. The kids get caught in the sinkhole. Nobody can transform. Even the minicons, like yeah, I, you can't really skateboard in the desert. You can't really scoot in the desert. And. As Ironhide sinks down, it's it's great. It like cuts over to the moon, and Starscream's like, and just like that, a single idiot voice silenced. <laughs> so, yeah, I, there were bits in this where I was like, did they put Cyclonus's voice track over Demolisher? But I think Demolisher's voice actor can actually do a really good like ma- manic laughter. We just never hear him do that because he's always. Uh, you know, getting owned frequently. He's ne- he's never on top of any situation. <laughs> but I was like, is that is that fucking uh, Cyclones' voice actor? But regardless, Demolisher gets sucked down. The kids in the street action team also get sucked down into the fucking desert. Uh, and yeah, and, and Starscream is just like, hey, uh, <laughs> Demolisher just radioed SOS, and Megatron just goes, fuck. Oh. He's so what he says in the Jap- what the actual what he actually says in Japanese is yeah uh I just lost contact with Ironhide. <laughs> and I assume Megatron still just goes ah fuck. <laughs> Basically. 
So they, so uh, Hotshot is really rearing to go. Uh, well, before before that, I want to. It cuts to the moon, and then it cuts back to this sinkhole. Yeah. Um, and the completion of the sinkhole, where an equal amount of sand just fills the hole. That's not how sinkholes work, bro. It's magic. Like, it goes back to being perfectly flat. Is it possible that this minicon panel is generating new sand particles to all to automatically refill these sinkholes? Literally, no. <laughs> but is it possible? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Hotshot is automatically like, we need to go find those kids. We lost track of them. And Optimus at first was like, oh, hang on a minute. We need to calm down here and and let's take a look at the situation but red alert actually is like no 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 for once he's right we should find those kids yeah this is pretty fucked um they end up the three of them end up together separate from ironhide not quite sure how that works um well i guess they were with they the, weren't in the same place ironhide was a bit further away from it's them the same there. sinkhole uh, but you anyway, know, it's desert, uh, uh, it's the, you, you know, they fell into a Minecraft desert temple is what happened. Right, right, right. And oh, with the street action team yes. as well. And they like start exploring and immediately they're like ancient aliens. Yep. They find an engraving of the Minicon panel on the uh, on the wall there. Um, and, and soon other signs that this ancient civilization had interacted with the Minicons. But first, one detail I forgot to mention, uh, when Hotshot powerlinks is the jolt to fire back a demolisher earlier in the episode, he calls him Grindor. Uh, what? Just another completely different guy. Because Jolt doesn't have a Japanese name. Jolt is Jolt in the sub as well. So they couldn't even fuck it up that way. It's just unrelated, but they unrelated did. guy. But they, they did. did. Is the thing it's about it. I had zero expectations and still I'm exactly. disappointed. Thankfully, this stops being a thing after the uh, the first bit of Armada once they have a little bit more of a handle on the uh, on the thing and they have a little bit more time to dub these episodes. And then in Energon, it gets worse. So, you know. <laughs> give Can't and take. Wait. Uh, uh, and then, so they start exploring the temple. They find this, like, minicon panel engraving. And they're like, hey, that's a minicon panel engraving. Sure is. And then, thank God I don't have scopophobia. Uh. Because big scopo warning, lots of eyes appear. Just like glowing eyes appearing in the middle of the very, air. Very spooky eyes. This is never explained. Uh, I presume that these are the like glowing eyes from those robots uh, that they encounter. Those like ancient spider Okay, bots. but why are they just floating in the it's air? Stylistic. They were hiding in the shadows and like crawling on the okay. ceiling and whatnot. Um, okay. Maybe they like came out of the bricks. But there's a there's a few okay. more lines when they're exploring this temple. Uh, this is where Rad calls it an Egyptian palace. Which, if you if you're in Egypt, then I guess that's true. If you're not, then it's not true. I don't really know where you are. You're not like near anywhere. You're just in the middle of the Sahara. Uh, at one point, Carlos, uh, you know, so Alexis is is, is talking about this theory. Like, oh well, they must have found a minicon panel. And like built this palace around it or whatever, and Carlos calls her, you know, an, an amateur archaeologist, and it's like, "What's next? Is Harrison Ford gonna swing in on a vine?" 
All right, Mr. I'm the trees, the trees are me. <laughs> also, uh, earlier, Optimus says, I have a bad feeling about this. You know, as, as you do when you're in a place covered in sand. Wrong Harrison Ford line. <laughs> you should imagine if, if Optimus just said, I hate snakes. Completely. Just, right. <laughs> and Optimus goes, what? God damn, there's no fucking uh, snake beast uh <laughs> There's Quickstrike. Quickstrike is, uh, is, is half... Oh, shit, there is! Like, is. Yeah, never like mind. half snake and half uh, scorpion. Right. But yeah, so there's a bunch of fucking ancient stone robots that are trying to smash these kids. Hey! Well, okay, wait. Bef- yes. Sorry, we're not at the part I was going yeah. to comment on yet. Yeah, they, they find they find a bunch of uh, temple guardians from Zelda. Yeah, they they, they, they hear the fucking noise and shit them shit their pants as it locks onto them. But they're not the only ones who hear the noise. And uh, Ironhide is like, "Hey, what's that noise?" And he comes lumbering through, and all the robots switch to him, and they're like, "Thanks, dude!" Yeah. And run away. He, just, he hears them scream. I was like, "What was that noise?" So he just starts Kool Aid manning through the fucking wall <laughs> until he gets to this one and goes, "Oh yeah!" And then all the fucking robots immediately latch onto him. Oh no! Yep. And then <laughs> Carlos is like, "Hey, man, thanks!" As as they run off, pretty 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 good. Once again, Demolisher. Just can't, just can't catch a W. Although he, he does get a W by the end of this episode, sort of, kind of. Kind of? Not <laughs> yeah, really. He briefly gets a W and then Megatron snatches it away from him. So. As he's yeah, what to do. So the kids are running. And I assume that this pan across the treasure chamber is also completely silent in the sub. So, yes. But before that, we do get a quick cut back up to the right. surface um where the where starscream and megatron have appeared now have warped in to uh, address uh, address ironhide's disappearance yeah. and and the autobots are looking for the kids and megatron's like what the fuck did you do with ironhide and not the must Optimus is like, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? And they <laughs> quickly engage in combat. And the only thing that's like really notable notable about this combat to me is that we get to see um, Starscream's titty gatlings. Yes, he's got underboob cannons. Yeah, Austin Power titty gatlings. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah, we we uh, we get a few new. I think no, uh, 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 Hot Rod doesn't use his or Hotshot doesn't use his wrist blasters yet. I know that those like nubs on his hand also shoot, but he doesn't do that do that yet. Um, yeah. But yeah, we we finally see Starscream's titty cannons. Uh, Red Alert yet again proves he's got fucking stunts. Because and then we go. We go back underground. Yes. It's very brief. We go back underground, and the kids enter this treasure room, which is surrounded by statues of what if um, Osiris was a Sheba? Yeah, there's a weird. What if Osiris was like the Dojmi? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, uh, there's been so many iterations of it, but I'm just imagining the one of. Uh, of the big buff one, because uh, Osiris got his, like, dick cut off and then also dismembered and, like, thrown into the river, right? That's his fucking backstory. Yeah, Set did a lot of fucked Set up things. Just, 
Set just did a whole bunch of stuff in Egyptian mythology. It's wild, but yeah. Um, there's a weird thing where this pan over the treasure room, Rad just like describes it. <laughs> and he's like, we were so amazed. Oh. And then it cuts to them and yeah, they're like, wow, we, we we're so amazed. Like, we, you could have kept that <laughs> silent or had them like talking to each other over this footage. You didn't have to make it his inner monologue that's a really weird choice i mean it fills the space it's yeah no we don't get so the minicon panel is in the center of the room in the fucking pyramid of power the fuck is this it's uh Oh, the pyramid of light they they (laughs) try to approach it and Greg moogly moogly everything goes to shit demolisher fucking busts in Carlos causes another cave-in. <laughs> you know, he's he's the one who caused the rock slide in the first episode. He causes this cave collapse in this episode. I think you should just keep him away from underground areas. Yeah. And there's, like, this really weird shift in the statues. It's not, like, a smooth thing. It just goes, like, what if Osiris was the doge meme to what if Osiris was just fucked up? And they all turn into, like, these screaming heads. But they, like, morph into it. Like, it's not a, a smooth movement or whatever. They, like, morph into it. And I was like, that's not right. God. So, yeah, the, the cave is collapsing. Uh, the, the straight action team combine into Perceptor to save Carlos and Rad from getting fucking pancaked by rocks. Oh. I will say here that Ironhide makes, like, a dive for the Micron panel. And he's able to get it. And we get, we've gotten like a couple really good shots of his hands. These are like the first few episodes that we've really gotten to see his hands in like a really meaningful way. And I hate his little tube <laughs> They're fingers. so weird. He's got gun hands, but he can like move his fingers. And there's just like a hole because they are still guns. They look like little tubes. I hate them. They, I, I don't know what phobia it is. It's not like trepo. But mm, I also not not a fan. Also not a fan of his like flesh colored face. I don't know. It's weird. Like all of the other robots so far in the show have like you know metallic skin tones or metallic metal tones. I guess Demolisher looks like he's got skin on there, and I don't like that. I don't like that at <laughs> he's all. He's just a weird man. But he grabs the minicon. That's just a guy. Uh oh, watch out. He, I'm the weird man. That's, that's Demolisher's theme song as he, uh, he climbs back out of the collapsing. <laughs> I love that over the garden wall episode. <laughs> <laughs> so he climbs up back out of the sinkhole because he's got tank treads and he's got the minicon. He, um, he squeezes it to summon it. Like he. Yeah, hey. An asshole. What? Like, we've seen lots of ways you can awaken a minicon. Obviously, the Autobots just kind of gently uh, talk to them. There was that time where Megatron used his antlers to shock Leader One out of his thing. Um, Demolisher just squishes him, and but it works. The, the guy pops out. This is Bone Crusher, by the way. It is bomb. <laughs> Man, the, the Japanese micro names sure were creative. I will say... In terms of design, I think Bomb is one of my favorite Microns. He's literally just a little Borg man. He's really cool. He's part of a uh, a team, the 
what were they the the, the military assault team i believe they all Yikes. yeah they all turned into like artillery vehicles and stuff and uh all of them have really cool designs we i think we see all of them in the show but uh yeah he bone crusher and demolisher power links demolisher starts fucking blasting but and and, and hotshot is running at him and at first, Optimus thinks, oh, he's going to go fight Demolisher. But no, instead, Hotshot just jumps in right into that fucking sinkhole to save the kids. Runs right past yeah. him. Yeah. So, yeah. They, the Decepticons teleport away. They're, their mission complete. They don't want to fuck around with the Autobots anymore. Yeah, they're like, we have our little man. Let's, let's leave. And Hotshot comes out with the kids. They all look a little worse for wear, but they're alive. They're dead, but they're, they're fine. Dead, but they're fine. And he gives another one of his, his shit-eating grins. And it's, it's this moment where it's like, maybe we should stop bringing these children on potentially fatal missions. And then they're like, nah! Eventually they do. Eventually the kids stop being allowed onto the battlefield. I think it's like... It's pretty soon. Frankly, it should have been after the next episode, but uh, it, it continues for a little bit longer. But after that, they're... Honest to God! After that, Red Alert is basically relegated to uh, babysitter duty. Alright, so we're back on the moon base, and this is... Wait, yeah. this is where... Great line. Yeah, okay, so this is where Megatron is, is taking away Demolisher's W. <laughs> Is there, like, any particularly funny line oh, here? Because there's a there whole right. hilarious line in Japanese. Do yours yeah, first, David K. is having a blast. So so it's really all in the delivery here. Um, Same with the Japanese. Yeah, so, so Demolisher's like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean I gotta give it to you? That's not fair. Um, and uh, and Megatron's like, well, fucking life's not fair, bitch. Give it to me. Uh, I think Dem- uh, Demolisher says something like... Uh, well, it, it, I think, uh, whatever it is, Megatron responds with, well, it's not. And he just, like, he just, there's just a, the delivery of David K where he's just like, oh, life isn't fair, is it? Well, I'll let you, I'll let you in on something not fair, Demolisher. You hand me over that minicon or I'll show you just how unfair I can get. And Demolisher's like, oh, oh, Megatron, oh. And so, and of course, Starscream um, is just standing there doing like this fucking idiot, this jackass. So, in the Japanese, uh, Megatron Seiyu also does like incredible work. One of these days, I'll look up who his Seiyu is and what else he's done because he he does incredible work here. Where uh, Ironhide gets back, he's like, "Yeah, I have a Micron," and Megatron's like, "I think you mean I have a Micron," <laughs> and Ironhide's like. What? It's like handed over, and Ironhide goes, huh? And Megatron goes, Naniga, huh? Da! <laughs> uh, God. Which basically means, like, what? And Megatron going, what do you mean? What? <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Armada Megatron really is one of my favorites. He, he, is, he is the perfect balance of asshole and camp in both versions, it seems. He's just a fucking yeah. dick. Um,. So yeah, that brings us to episode nine, which in the dub is confrontation. It is also confrontation in the Hooray. sun. So we start off here with our favorite boys, Billy and Fred, <laughs> and they're honey. You got a big storm yeah, coming. You got a big sandstorm they coming. Sure do. So they're speculating on the nature of the Autobots. Uh, Bill, uh, Fred thinks they're from the future. 
but Billy thinks that they have come to conquer the Earth in disguise. Yep. I mean, they kind of have. It's literally the exact same in the Japanese. Oh, okay, so they they spot the trio heading off to the Autobot base uh, in the distance. Actually, it might be reverse. I think it was Billy who thought they were from space. No, from the future. Billy does think they're from space, but but Fred just thinks they're from the future. Yeah, that's okay. what it is. Yeah, Billy thinks they're from space and they're here to invade, and Jim is like, they're from the future for sure, for sure, yes. for sure. So uh, it turns out Billy is kind of right on on that end, but uh, they, so they they're yeah, and he have he even has a line about it in Japanese <laughs> version at the end of the episode. So they are uh, trailing behind Rad Carlos and Lexus, and and Rad is just like, all right, I mean, I don't want to hang with these assholes. Just, just let's just lose them as they're heading towards the Autobot base. But oops. Like Clonus is here. Yeah. And you know, we talked about demolisher stringers. You know what I hate? You know what I fucking hate? What if a helicopter had hands? <laughs> I hate that like you can see them. <laughs> I do hate that you can it's see them. Scary. Like you alright, I understand that obviously the toy has the sculpted hands on the arms, right? Like I get that. Surely, I mean, actually, it is kind of funny that he is using that in this episode as a, like, technique. Like, he can grab things yeah. in helicopter mode, and he's using that here. Looking like a fucking Silent Hill monster. It's terrifying, but he is just, he just fucks around with Rad for a bit. Like, he's just fucking... Okay, he has some banger lines as he's fucking around yeah. with Rad with in the Japanese. So, at one point, he goes... Irashai to Rad as he's like chasing him around, which is what people in like restaurants say to customers. <laughs> what the fuck? So, so like if you've ever been to like particularly things like maid cafes, etc. <laughs> so, so he's like, he like, like Rad's going over in one direction and he like appears in front of him and he goes, Irashai. Well, now I just want to see Cyclonus in the maid outfit. <laughs> Um, and then, like, at one point, he corners Rad, and Rad, Rad takes out, um, the Cyberhawk and shocks him with it. Yeah, apparently Laserbeak <laughs> doubles as a taser, which is very useful. A, a lot in these episodes. And so, and Sandstorm responds with, you punks have a death wish! <laughs> yeah, there's nothing quite as outstanding in, uh, in, in the dub. It's just your usual Cyclonus. I mean, Cyclonus is always... At least mildly entertaining. Uh, he he somehow has not graded on me quite yet, despite the fact that most of his dialogue is just maniacal laughing. <laughs> but uh, he's. I thought I thought these lines were so fucking funny. Irashai, like it's really good. Irashai just like knocked me on my it's ass. Pretty good. He's, he's just uh, he's just basically going, oh oh oh, we're going this way. I don't think so. Oh, no 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 no, don't go that hello, way. G- hello, customer. Irashai. <laughs> So, eventually, he he's like, uh, fucking who cares, he can't catch Rad, but, uh, because he escapes after shocking him with Laserbeak, but then he sees Billy and Fred, who have fallen behind, and goes, oh, hello, <laughs> grabs him. Children's is the same. Yeah, like, well, these'll do. And I gotta say, listen, Optimus, I understand sentient, you know, freedom is the right of all sentient beings and whatnot, you deeply care about the plight of this planet. Are these guys sentient? Do you really? I really. I just don't think even considering the deal of giving the mini cons for Billy and Fred is actually worth it. Listen, Optimus, it's okay. It's okay. You can you can give these ones up. It's fine. You gotta make sacrifices in war, bud. 
I know I know several other Optimuses who would have heavily considered letting these kids die. <laughs> G1? <laughs> Fuck up. Fuck them kids. Um, so, but unfortunately, that is not what Armada Optimus says. He's too much of a cool uncle for that. And so they immediately roll out uh, Cyclonus. So they, they tail Cyclonus with Laserbeak. And Cyclonus brings Billy and Fred to a fucking oh. ghost town? Wait, okay, so they trailed that. Do you not get um, Sandstorm explicitly reaching out to the Autobots about it? No. Okay, so in the Japanese, he's like, listen, I, like, I have these kids. If you want these kids back, like, bring all the Microns. He, he says that to Rad, I think, when he flies off. Yeah, So okay. But he okay. doesn't say yeah, it yeah. To, uh, to Laserbeak, so they're trailing with Laserbeak. No, 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 but he, he oh, yeah, does he, say, yeah, to he, that's he, my point, is that he goes to, to Raditz, like, tell, tell the Autobots to bring all the Microns and I will exchange them, it's like, at this location or whatever. And, and I think he's, like, aware of Cyberhawk following him, maybe? I don't know. But he's, like, very explicit yeah. about, like, these are very explicitly hostage negotiations. Yeah, and he's like, bring these, bring these, like, Microns to this location and I will return the human children to yeah, you. Yeah, and then there's, like, an old abandoned mining town or whatever. Um, this episode is pretty off-model and jank, but I think these off-model uh, looks are a little bit less uh hmm, how do i put this ugly than the the carnival off model ones right because a lot of what this is in this episode is like really really thick black lines like the outlines get way thicker um the proportions stay mostly correct in this one we don't get fucking roblox optimus in this one (laughs) um or gnome face hotshot but we get like very weird kind of kind of thick well i i say that but i did post uh there was a very stout looking demolisher in a crowd shot where he's like he kind of looked like he was squatting but he wasn't he was clearly standing but he was his his upper body was fucking huge and then there's an there's a very voluptuous megatron in a later in a later part of the episode thick thighs and the lives they save so they have shoved billy and fred so so cyclonus demolisher and starscream are waiting for this ghost town showdown and they've shoved billy and fred into a barn filled with junk yeah not to only have three interests and listeners if you haven't listened to me on pot of greed or followed me on my twitter you probably wouldn't know this but uh, they shove uh, <laughs> Jim and Billy into the barn from Jigsaw. Oh my god, they do. Also, I really hope these two are updated on their tetanus shots, because the, everything in this place is covered in rust. Yeah, the eighth Saw film. Yeah, like... It's uh, literally, literally where they and are. And I see that they are not alone in there, because they're being guarded by Lear One. Barrel, you had one job. He fucks up really bad in this episode. I feel so. He does fuck so up sorry. pretty bad. Bar- you don't even have a mouth. How are you going to eat that potato chip? <laughs> so they they are they are planning on trying to trap Leader One to get out of it. Meanwhile, the Autobots arrive and negotiations immediately break down because <laughs> they just tell Cyclonus yeah. to fuck off. <laughs> Which, by the way, something we learned, this was all Cyclonus's plan. Yeah, so so Optimus is like, so where's Megatron? 
And Sansom's like, we don't need Megatron to defeat you. I don't think they ever bring that up in the dub. His, his absence goes unremarked upon until he, he springs oh, his trap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, Sandstorm is, like, extremely, he's like, we don't need Megatron to defeat you, like, this is my plan, shut up, shut up, shut up! But, uh, yeah, it's, it's surprising that they went with a, with one of Cyclonus's plans, considering the way he is, and how he's like that. Um, it, but also, to be fair, it almost works. Yeah, I mean, it's not the worst idea. It is, like, surprisingly cohesive. Yeah, like, I, it's, like, one of the things that brings them closest to, uh, to to victory here um so the kids send Laserbeak to find where billy and fred are hiding and this is where we get the trap that billy and fred are springing for leader one which is they're gonna offer jump on him they're gonna offer him a potato chip and then when he approaches to get the potato chip which he does for some reason uh they jump him <laughs> May I offer you a chip in this trying they time? Just jump him, but then, but then of course, Leader One has a fucking yeah. chest cannon and almost blows a hole through Billy. Yeah. So, so Barrow's like, "Hey, remember how I'm a fusion cannon?" Blah. Yeah. And then they fucking bust through the 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 roof, and all of the, and, <laughs> the Barrow busting. Yeah. And then, and then immediately, Autumn is like, "Oh, the kids are in there," and Cyclone's like, "Ah, oh, don't look at that. Don't look over there. Let's ignore that. That's nothing." <laughs> We're all looking for the person responsible for this. <laughs> so the, they start fighting. Um, it's this is like real jank. This this fight animation going here. It's extremely weird looking. I've ex- I'm gonna be honest with you. I've extremely limited notes on this episode. Yeah, no. There's there's <laughs> just a lot of fights uh, for the for the, the little the, the back half of this, and then uh the i was yeah so as as the autobots are engaging the decepticons the humans are like all right we're gonna do recon and they sneak into the jigsaw barn and they're like okay we're here to rescue you yep and uh is there anything with leader one and the minicons in the sub because the the street action comes around him and he's like he's like wildly spinning his head um, and Rad asks Highwire what he's saying, but we never get an answer. So, yeah, we don't get the answer either, but we do get, like, all of the Minicons, obviously, speaking to Beryl. And what I really like about this scene is that, again, before these episodes, I, I will say, actually, in sort of a more realistic view of what <laughs> high school looks like for kids, um... It wasn't so much that Billy and Jim were, like, bullies as they were in, like, a disparate social group from Carlos, Alexa, and Rad, and, like, they just didn't get along, but there is, like, a point here where, like, they come to rescue them, and Billy and uh, Jim are obviously, like, extremely thrilled to see them because they're getting rescued, and all these, like small petty differences that like they don't care about really because they're high school kids yeah they they or middle school kids they're middle school kids like just get shoved to the side and it's like yeah that's actually what kids are like yeah like they, they bond over this experience uh unfortunately uh this is not the end because why is leader one here all alone well trick question he's not megatron was hiding under the fucking scrap like a trap door spider we yeah, to take from another Saw movie, <laughs> he's from the Saw 1. He's a uh, Jigsaw on Saw 1. He, like, 
Yeah, they just hear transform, and then the fucking junk explodes, and Megatron locks them all in a shock bubble. And then we get some great child torture. Yeah, Megatron loves it. He's a fucking sicko. Um, so he has them all in this electrified bubble. It's like an evil version of the of the things you can buy from Spencer's gifts. They're all trapped in there. <laughs> It's, uh, God, fucking, what's the name for that, um, bubble soccer game? Oh, man. I don't remember, but... You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they're in one of those, and he's, he, he busts out... Vorbing! Vorbing! (laughs) That's what it's called. Vorbing. Vorbing. That sounds filthy. I don't know why, it just does. It's... It sounds like a unit of measure, uh, unit of measurement in the Transformers universe. Yeah. (laughs) Vorns and Vorbs. Megatron was, like, 40 Vorbs thick in that screenshot. Um... Shut up. So Megatron says, like, hey, all right, listen. Um, hey, Optimus, what's up? If you continue to fuck around, I will squeeze. You're going to find I out. Will squeeze. Uh, so give me all your minicons. Uh, I should say there is there's a very funny bit uh, in, in the fight, because I actually have the, the, the episode on in the background here. Um, there's a bit where, <laughs> where Hotshot combines with Jolt and attempts to tackle Cyclonus out of the sky. By flinging yeah. himself at him, and Cyclone just goes, "Oh fuck, no thank what you." What a what a what a fucking shame that we don't have Sunstreaker and Sideswipe in this series. Oh, man. Well, we do get a Sideswipe. He's not cool. That's though. true. Um, but yeah, he's not a Lambo twin. He's not. He doesn't have Jet Judo. Oh, Jet Judo. So yeah, Megatron has them in the fucking torture ball, and it's like, all right, give me the mini cons, or I'm I'm gonna start squeezing. <laughs> Optimus is looking at this and he's like, hmm, I should perhaps stop bringing children yeah. on fatal, potentially fatal missions. He's beginning to think, maybe I should start leaving these kids at home. Um, and, but he's like, all right, fine. You, you, you win. I'll do it. And he, he like very uh, resignedly. All the kids. Yeah, no, they're like, do not give up these mini cons. Do not do it. Bro, do not do it. And he's like, no, I'm going to do like, it. I don't have a choice. Like, undone by his own kind heart and he's he, he uh, and hotshot fucking hates this he, they, they, he tells hotshot and red alert to hand over their minicons and hotshot's like this fucking sucks um yeah well maybe stop bringing children on potentially fatal you, missions and this wouldn't you happen really gotta stop bringing them into battlefields like now you know they're a serious liability this is like twice in a row they've been directly threatened by decepticons <laughs> um and, uh, but just as he, they are about to complete this transfer, so they, they give them the minicons, and I was like, alright, you have the minicons, including Sparkplug. So, the, the, he, all of them are going over there. And of course, the street action team is already in the torture bubble. Oh, wait, sorry. One thing that I do want to mention, because it's very funny afterwards, is that, um, at the, at the point where Hot Rod, um, engages sandstorm he actually does beat sandstorm's ass and sandstorm spends the rest of this scene face down in the dirt saying this doesn't hurt that's right in in copter mode which is even funnier in copter mode it's very funny and it is important for something coming up so sorry continue they hand over the minicons yeah, so they hand over the minicons and often says all right now hand over the kids and then megatron says bitch you thought i was gonna do that hell no cute. i lied i lied I lied, idiot. I'm going to keep them as a bargaining chip. Surprise, bitch. You fucking dumbass. Damn. There was never going to be a transfer of hostages, you stupid slut. (laughs) And I'm just like, god damn it. Why did I think it? Why did I trust him? 
So, but luckily for everyone involved, um, Rad grabs, he sells laser beak, so he grabs laser beak and tases the fuck out of, uh, out of Megatron's hand until. What is, what does Megatron say here in the dub? Uh, he's like, get me. He's like, he tells later one to deal with that. And then he like. Okay. In this stuff, he goes, hot! <laughs> ah! Uh, yeah, he just goes, hot! Just, he just goes, oof, ow, oof. He says, gagu. Um, and then he, <laughs> he drops. Actually, what happens is that <laughs> Leader One grabs Rad's arm, causing him to drop Laser Beak, which hurts Megatron even more. It makes him disengage the torture bubble, and everyone falls out. Uh, luckily, the street action team is there to break. Except it. for Rad. Yeah, every- everyone seemingly falls out, and the street action team is there to break their fall. But then Megatron's like, ah. Hey, you can take my men hostage if you want, but I still got one of them, and I will. Uh, y- y'all ever see Evangelion? Um, I will. I will Kawaru this boy if you yeah. do not stop. <laughs> I said I wasn't gonna lose my head, but then pop goes <laughs> my heart. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he, everyone is at a complete standstill because obviously they don't want to see Rad get popped like a grape. Um, but. An unlikely <laughs> hero rises to the occasion. Jim! Jim. Fred picks up Laserbeak and is like, you know what? Rad and the others fucking risked everything to come here and save our stupid asses. I need to return the favor. So he just runs up to Megatron with Laserbeak and just zaps him on the toe. And Megatron's like, what the fuck is this? Once again, Megatron in the Japanese goes, HOT! <laughs> That's really good. He just tells Leader One, can you go deal with that shit? Um, yeah, he's like, Beryl, I, I order you to eliminate this threat. And Beryl's like, I'm on it. Beep, 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 yep. beep. Uh, um, but, what is, now what does Jim say in the sub? Uh, Jim says, get some, Beryl. No, he doesn't say get some, Beryl. <laughs> um, Jim, like, holds. It's so funny. I don't know if anyone listening to this has ever had experience, like, holding or picking up a chicken, but I have. And he's holding he's holding the Cyberhawk like you would hold a chicken in front of him. Um, if you haven't had that experience, I uh, recommend watching the TikTok of the Jinko cosplayer holding a chicken going... It's a 22. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> it's a 22. Um, so he's holding it in front of him. And Barrel's like approaching. And Jim's like, man, he fucking lied. Like, are you really going to let him? J-? Like, he agreed to let all of us go. And then he lied about it. Like, are you going to support that? This actually gives him pause. Leader one stops. He he kind of says a similar. He's like, why can't we be friends? Why are you helping this asshole? Um, and it's like. Leader One is oh. a being with his own thoughts and ideals, which is fascinating. Um, so I kind of prefer the Japanese oh, yeah. version because I think the idea, the specific idea that Megatron lies, that that is like part of who he is, is that he lies all the time, is a much more effective argument to be like, like the implication in the Japanese version is Jim being like, has he lied to you? That's right. That's way more powerful than hey. Remember that time yeah. I, I fed you a chip, but actually it was a it was a trap. That doesn't really work. I'm sorry, right. friend. Yeah. So Jim's basically like calling into question for Barrel the entirety of what 
Megatron has told him. He's like, he lied about this and you saw him do it. What else has he lied about? And I think that's like a way more powerful statement in the Japanese than the dub has. Yeah, that's, 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 I like that quite a bit. Regardless, as, as Leader One stands there considering, uh, Hotshot managed to sneak in a mean right hook. Yeah, Megatron's like pissed about it. He's like, Barrel, what yeah, are you like, doing? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why aren't you, why aren't you fucking vaporizing this little brat? And then he just gets fucking bopped. Oh, it's good. He fucking gets knocked on his ass. Hotshot grabs Rad like he's a ragdoll. Um, he is. Like, he's dead, but he's yeah. fine. All of the Minicons return to the Autobot side, and then immediately Megatron gets up, uh, looks at Cyclonus, who is still on the ground in, in, in cop form, is like, this is all your fucking fault. We never should have trusted your plan. Fuck you. We're going back to base. Literally, this is the point, this is the point where Sandstorm wakes up and he's like, hey guys, what's going on? And Megatron's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> this, is the la- this is the last time we ever do one of your plans, Cyclonus. So they all warp. And then they all yeah, warp. they all warp away. Um, and the, 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 uh, Rad and, uh, Billy and Fred apologize for being kind of dicks to Rad and the gang, and they also apologize, and then they finally properly introduce, uh, these two to the Autobots. Transformers, robots in plain view. At least for these five. Um. Yeah. They're so fucking bad at this. They're very bad at this, but they have more human friends I don't know Hooray! if the, they will somehow be less. They will somehow be way less useful than uh, the three they started with. So that's exciting. I don't think I'm trying to remember if they ever actually go on any missions. I don't think they do. They go to the base. I know they go to the base because that's coming up very shortly um, in an episode called Swoop. Oh, I hope that's about who I think it's about. No, there are no swoops in the... There are no Dinobots in the Unicron trilogy. Then what is the fucking point? Uh, that's so funny. The, uh, the, I believe the image, the, like, image caption for the wiki episode is, uh, I hope Swoop got some royalties out of this. <laughs> so, yeah, that is, that is confrontation. We, we kind of wrap this arc with Billy and Fred up. They're, they're part of the gang now, for better or worse. They'll, Mostly they'll worse. be around. No, you tr- you trust me. They will be around <laughs> for the rest of the show. For the rest of your for the life. Rest of your life. So why don't we why don't we hit into questions here? Hell yeah, we don't have any Twitter questions this time, but we do have a bunch of Discord questions. The first of which is from Stephen Carshmellow, <laughs> which is, okay, which Transformer would you want to be in charge of negotiations if you're taken host- hostage by terrorists or some Jazz? Well, it's interesting that you should word it that way, because Jazz is probably the first person that comes to mind. Jazz is a pretty level-headed guy, yeah. He is unfortunately not in this uh, in this continuity at all, yeah. but... Also, not in this continuity, uh, Rung, who was in hostage negotiations. Frequently. Ah, uh, I remember when he got his head blown off. He was fine, though. <laughs> remember when he was God? God, I love Rung. So, yeah, I mean, Jazz is a good one. If we're just talking Armada, like, here, the problem with this is, like, the cast is so small right now, and I don't really want to pull from future cast members. But even if I did, I don't know if I have anyone I would pull from. Barrel. I'll say barrel for the people that we pull from. <laughs> leader one. He seems Yeah, fun. leader one's got his head on straight. You know, he's. I still don't know why he wanted that potato chip. He doesn't have a mouth. That does remind me of um, 
was some comic artist interpreted that neck thing he has as a mouth that like opened on a hinge. It was really weird. It's like tailgate. Yeah, kind of like tailgate. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think Jazz. Jazz is the one that I would put my trust in. Um, from remember, Hornmeister. On, remember that time YDW Jazz shot a cop? I mean, remember that one time that the most well-known cop character in all of IDW just flipped ten tables? Ah, Prowl. Good old Prowl. I love Prowl. What a <laughs> prick. What an asshole. Um... From Hornmeister, what is Starscream's favorite dessert? What, what is his favorite desert? None of them. All of these robots hate sand. Um, yeah, he doesn't like deserts, but uh, there's lots of uh, fan and head cannons about Cybertronian food, so I'm going to say Rustics. What is that? It's like a, a treat that I've seen people make up for fan fiction it's like a, it's like a what's like equivalent it's like a jolly rancher is it like a i think it's like pocky is how i always imagined oh it. my god the image of starscream armada eating uh, armada starscream eating pocky at an anime convention just surged into my head pretty good if pretty you ask me good holy shit all right i have to move on <laughs> i have to move on or else this will consume my entire all right. night from from cast casarachnia what paths did the Transformers take in Undertale? Who cosplays as Toriel? Now, I have answers for all of them. I have thought all about right. this. And the, all right, here's all of the current cast's paths through Undertale. Hotshot never finished it. It wasn't, it, 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 he thought it was kind of boring and he didn't really get the gameplay. Uh, he didn't make it past Toriel. Red Alert played all the routes. Uh, for, for, for like, well, he was gonna play all the routes to, because he was, he was trying to get a completion rate, but after the pacifist route, he didn't want to start, he didn't want to do the, the genocide route, so he just looked it up on YouTube. Optimus only did one run. He never did the pacifist route, but he, he was very satisfied with the story he got. And, and then it wasn't until Red Alert told him, you know, you can play it again, right? He was like, oh shit, I can play it again. Megatron went genocide the first time, somehow. I don't even think you can do that. But he, he somehow did it. <laughs> he just loves so genocide He's so much. It makes him so horny. Uh, Starscream definitely cried at the end of the pacifist route, and he won't admit it to anyone. Starscream made sure everyone was as gay as possible. He made sure that Alphys and Undyne got together. Um... And then he got to the line, despite it all, it's still you, and he broke down sobbing. Demolisher did a full playthrough, and he only kind of, he, he thought it was okay. He didn't really like it as much as everyone else did, but he thought it was a pretty good game. He doesn't really get attached to any of the characters. Cyclonus finished the true pacifist route, cried, and then immediately looked up Toriel Hentai on Google. And that is everyone's path through that game. Are we done? Yes. <laughs> Are we done, please? <laughs> That's the current cast. I could keep going. I remember everyone else. I want to hear about how Thrust feels about <laughs> Undertale. I don't want to hear about Thrust at all. Too bad. He's going to be here very soon. I know. He's coming. Squidhead um, is coming. From from Casey Cosmos, parentheses, the Transformer, 
<laughs> What's your favorite desert animal? Um, I'm going to say the bobcat because he it looks like my cat. Uh, who I am like 100% certain has Pixie Bob in him because he's so fucking large and he has such a big pouch. And I'm petting him right now. I used to have a cat that had a real big pouch. He was also very large. So maybe he also had some Pixie Bob. But he was, he was gray. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. Desert animals. Fig is a brown tabby. I mean, there's so many cool desert animals. But you know what animal I really like? There's a species what? of horned toad. Yeah! That squirts high-pressure blood out of its eyes. Yes! To ward yes! Off oh my god, I'm obsessed with those things. What a fucked up thing ev- for evolution to do. This is what you can do. Hey, I know, listen... I know it's tough out there, buddy. You know, you got vultures and all sorts of stuff hunting you down. I got you, though. Your eyes are now blood cannons. Your breasts are also blood cannons. <laughs> uh, I love that thing. I, wish, I, I always forget what it's called. I think it's, it's just like some species of, of horned toad, or as, as we call them down here in Texas, horny toads. <laughs> and then our final question is uh again from Cass. uh if you could have one animal sculpted out of a chocolate a dessert animal what would it be um i would say armadillo i do like uh steven's answer of pangolin like just imagining a very elaborate pangolin sculpted out of chocolate is it it is quite delicious Armadillo is related. Yeah, they're they're sort of the same thing, but a pangolin is has more of the like interlocking scales. You, you can like I know. maybe you could like pull the scales off and eat them one by one. Maybe I like a sand shrew instead of a sand slash. Have you ever considered that? That's fair. A sand shrew is much cuter. And that's it for questions. Thank you, everyone. All right. Well, you know, we you know you can find us varieties of places on the internet. Um... I'm at Dragon Smoocher on Twitter. Uh, you can also find some of my other projects over at Podcast of Power. The recently wrapped up uh, Shira Deep Dev I did with my friend Jane. We're still working on a few sort of end of end of series stuff. Those actual play. Episodes. I think you mean Shonen. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> a couple of actual play uh, episodes are coming out in the in the coming months here. That'll be very exciting. Done with uh, the, the some folks from Strangers Fiction. My upcoming show is at Heidelin Radio, the complete, full textual analysis of Final Fantasy XIV. So much text, so much game, so much. So little time. 30 days until Endwalker. I'm not ready at all. I'm going to die. And of course, you can find me at, over on Disney Minus, uh, trudging my way through the fucking House of Mouse. Uh, the day this episode goes up, I believe you will get to hear me suffer through Mars Needs Moms. Yikes. A wretched piece of filmmaking that, uh, tanked the idea of Mars in the Disney space for about five years somehow. A miserable pile of secrets. Fucking he- That movie is hell. Like, it is, it is an assault on the senses. Did you know that Seth Green was originally going to play the main kid in that? He was the mocap actor, but he was also going to do the voice. Yikes. Somehow that would be... Big yikes. Somehow that would have been even worse than what we got, uh, which was already hell, as I said. I'm two degrees of separation away from 
uh, Seth Green, by the way. My cousin went to summer camp with oh him. Oh my god. Well, yeah. and that's over at Disney Minus Pond. <laughs> um, I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Optimum on Prime, uh, which is my funny robot internet joke. You can follow... Uh, my other podcast at Pot of Greed Cast on Twitter, which is a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast that I do with a bunch of other people, and we are finishing tomorrow. We are recording the last episode of GX Season Two, so we're having fun, and we're going to be here forever. Would you believe uh, me if I any... told you it gets wilder from there? Oh, I know about the genocide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. I don't have any other projects in the making at the moment, but you can follow at the reticulation. That's T H E R E T I C U L A T I O N on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook for updates about a website. I'm trying to launch with a very good friend of mine to uplift and spotlight LGBT voices in the realm of pop culture criticism. And the two of us together have been Prime Cuts. You can follow us on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. Uh, we would love for you to join our Discord, join which Discord. you can find the link. Join it. Which you can find uh, the link to in the description of this episode, as well as uh, at the URL of our uh, Twitter bio uh, for the website. I promise um, you I won't put you in the torture vorb if you join the Discord. <laughs> Uh, and you can also find us on the noisespace.xyz uh, network, which you can spot, find, shockingly, at noisespace.xyz. Other very cool noisespace uh, shows include uh, Nana Roy's Night Marinara, uh, Kyle XY, Kamarocha Radio, and Slappers Only. Zero. There's a lot of really good stuff on there. I guarantee there's something that you're going to enjoy, uh, particularly if you're into giant robots like I am. You might enjoy Wowco Robot, which is about Gundam, and which I also used to host. Um so that's us. Thank you for listening. And until next time, I am going to get off Mr. Jigsaw's wild ride, transform and roll out. And I am going to accept this kindly gift of potato chip from this alien species and then sort of mash it into my face, which has no mouth port. And you know what? It's the thought that counts. And then I'm going to roll out. Peach. Peach. Peach.